Hello, I'm Matthew Jacobs, and welcome to Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. everybody welcome to uh, doctor who's lines anyway this is uh, a very unscheduled impromptu very quick very short podcast uh, we're just basically going to give uh, our thoughts on the, the major news from this weekend which of course is the casting of the of the 14th doctor uh, either shooty or chuti gatwa i'm not quite sure yet exactly how it's pronounced i've heard different people say it different ways uh we've got darren and we've got nick with us i'm delighted to say guys what do you hello. think hello nick. nick oh we'll you... come to nick we'll come to nick first sorry cool. well i i mean i i like how under key it all was i mean everybody's expecting some big sort of like video or something the way we've had the last 10 or so years and then it just sort of slipped in casually into like a twitter feed didn't it and um i knew his name i haven't seen him act before but then you sort of think well that's good you know because all the names that were banded around it's quite nice to have something that takes you by surprise and is a bit unexpected like yeah well exactly exactly you know and i've seen i've seen a few commentators saying Oh, come on, it's um don't the BBC have faith in this program? Couldn't they have made this a big announcement? But when you think in the past, when when Russell T. Davis cast Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant, that was just a casual press release as well. You know, it's only really since Matt Smith they've made a bit of a song and dance about it, isn't it? Yeah. You know? You've you've also got to consider that we're between showrunners effectively at the yeah. moment. Jodie's still going. Chris Chibnall's officially still in charge, even though he's left. Yeah. Uh, some would say he left before he left. But um, <laughs> so there's there's that. There's also the, the prospect that if they are going to start filming imminently and w- wind has, has reached the press of Mr. Gatwa's casting, then they might have felt the need to to get something out. I mean, it was it was at the BAFTAs, wasn't it? It was yes. at the BAFTAs. He was there because he has been nominated again apparently he's been nominated numerous times and won numerous times several things so he's, he's clearly he's got some chutzpah when it comes to acting but that that may have had something to do with it i suspect that they just thought this is a a, a reasonable time to do it it's at the yeah. baftas there's no need to make a song and dance about it let's let's you, you know it'll be big anyway whatever we do so exactly yeah um darren what do you think uh well i have seen him act i'm a i'm a big fan of sex education the netflix series and he is absolutely terrific in that incredibly likable character. And you, I think you can only create an incredibly likable character if you have the charisma. Uh, the, yeah, the charisma to, mm. to play that kind of role. And he definitely has that in spades. So, mm. yeah, I, th- I think it'll be superb. I think it's, a, it's an inspired choice. If, if you'd asked me to name a thousand actors, he would have not been on the list. I would have never guessed him in a million years. Yeah. 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 He's also he's also got quite a story behind him, hasn't he? Because before he was he was given the role in sex education, shortly before he was given the role in sex education, he was actually living on the streets. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 
yeah he'd um so he'd he, you know he'd fallen on hard times from this and sex education has given him the break to sort of get back on on track and this obviously now will effectively set him up for life you would assume wow. Mm. So well, that it's trumps, a, it's that a, trumps a, Tom Baker on a building site, doesn't it? Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> Another actor who had charisma in spades. Yes. So, yeah. you know, it all bodes well. An unknown plucked from effective obscurity with mm. with one renowned role to his his part at that time, which mm. was probably, in you know, why he was selected to audition for the role and uh, and apparently he was one of the last ones they saw as well yes yes um, and I, I did read that they had someone in mind uh, yes and it all, yeah. all, all, all but cast it um, yes yeah russell russell's admitted it hasn't he i think yeah. he said he said i can't say who it was but yeah yeah she came in well, you and wouldn't, it out you of the wouldn't. water yeah it's it's almost the reverse of what happened with matt smith who was one of the first ones in and everyone who came in subsequently, they just felt, yeah, he's good, he's good, or he's good, or whatever. But we're still drawn to Matt Smith, mm-hmm. and Matt mm-hmm. Smith ended up taking it and obviously smashed it out of the park. So yeah, 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 it does. It does seem very, very promising. He will be the first actor not born within the confines of the UK, I believe, mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. to take the role. Although he's officially british he's lived he's officially scottish i think yes he was born he is, in rwanda yeah. but he's um uh, he'll be the fourth scot oh, to take yeah. the role and the third in the series came back yes yeah. i don't know about the welsh bias that we were we were expecting when russell took over <laughs> but we're getting a scottish bias i think really yeah definitely <laughs> yeah i'm just looking at his wikipedia entry and apparently his family escaped the rwandan genocide mm. um he was born in kigali and yeah, they they came over during the genocide in '94 and settled in Scotland, and that's where he's got his citizenship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've briefly heard him speak during uh, a news report on on his casting, and, yeah. and that is literally what I I, I knew of him before <laughs> before this was announced. I've mm. obviously heard of and uh, you know and seen mention of sex education but i've never actually watched it and he's been on two things prior to this on tv he's been in uh, something in 2014 called bob's servant and something in 2015 called Stonemouth, which right. was in one e- one episode of the first as the obviously prominent role of male customer <laughs> um and in the second, uh, the second one, he was in two episodes. Somebody called Dougie. Okay. But he's been in two films prior to now. Horrible Histories, the movie. So that obviously would have been quite good. Uh, he played Timidius in that, and uh, a film last year, The Last Letter from Your Lover, where he played Nick. Ah. So I don't know if that was you, Nick, but I wasn't available. Is, yeah. Yeah, he is currently they're they're currently filming Barbie the movie. I saw that. Yes, um, and he yeah. is in that. But what what he who he who he's playing or how prominent a role that is, I don't know. And there's also a TV show called Masters of the Air that he's in three episodes of that has been filmed but has not yet been announced. Uh-huh. But so really, his history on mainstream media is not extensive. Extensive, no, no. But when you look at what he's been nominated for or won since 2019, MTV Movie Awards, 
he was nominated for. He was on, on nominated for Best Actor in Television, BAFTA Scotland. 2020, there's loads again, Best Actress in Television in Scotland, which he won. He won the Rose Door. He was yeah. nominated for a BAFTA TV Award for Male Comedy. Uh-huh. He won the Newport Beach Film Festival Breakthrough Honoree. He won Best Breakthrough in the Broadcasting Press Guild Awards, Best Comedy Performance in the, the Royal Television Society Awards and Entertainment Award in the Young Scott Awards. 2021, he was nominated for a BAFTA again, Best Bell Comedy Performance. And this year, he's already won an award for in the National Comedy Awards for Outstanding Supporting Role and was nominated again for a BAFTA and for a Critics' Choice TV Award for Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. So, yeah. He's clearly a very talented man, and yeah. if he's mm. as charismatic as as everybody seems to say, then I think we are in for a treat. I mean, the other interesting thing I, I came across was um, apparently he's got so like two point seven million Instagram followers. So yeah. a lot of people have said Russell was being very canny because he's going for the young audience again because he's known amongst yeah. teens and early twenties and he said everybody if he got all his followers getting into Doctor Who because he's been cast in it that's going to be a massive shot in the arm really well yeah definitely I mean he'll he'll also you know the black community um, will be very pleased with this from an inclusivity point of view I don't know if they were specifically looking for a a non-white actor to play the part whether they were or not I know that when it comes to Andy Pryor and Russell, they do tend to cast based on talent and ability more yes. than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And so I suspect that they weren't specifically looking for for a black actor or a non-white actor. Yeah. Um, it's sent, it's sent the, the non, not my doctor crew in uh, massive overdrive though, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The the, uh, the 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 woke the woke army will be um, will be up in arms about this. You know, yeah, first it, first a woman, then the then, 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 a, then a black woman, and now a black man who's not even born in in Great Britain. My goodness yeah. me! But ultimately, you know, you'll always get when a new actor is is announced, you'll always get a load of people jumping to jumping up and down with joy, going, "Yay, this is fantastic!" And you'll always get the naysayers going, "Oh, yeah, but." Yeah, uh, they, and they, they also don't like it because he's gay, although he hasn't actually specifically announced that he's gay. It's just he plays yeah. a gay character, and he is quite flamboyant. Flamboyant, yeah. That's, uh, that's a yes. Good word to well, you only need yeah. to look at the the the, uh, the outfit that he was wearing at the Baftas to show yeah, that yeah. he's he's clearly yeah. quite flamboyant. Yeah. Um, I I think it will be interesting to see what costume he gets based on this, because I can imagine this being something either quite colourful. Or, or or quite flamboyant. I've mm. seen some. I've seen some fantastic mock-ups of him yes. wearing the Sixth Doctor's coat. Yes, yes, and he, and looks, he, and he, he does. He does awesome. fit it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, it's the whole African clothing. Yeah, they they mm. do tend to wear African it's and kind Jamaican. Of worked for Joe Martin, didn't it as well? Because they went for African yes. colours with her, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you, you know, do you do you go down that route, or does that? Does that play into stereotypes? Thinking, oh, okay, we've got a, you know, we've got an African or a, or a, a black actor, and we're going to dress them up in something in something colourful because that's what people expect. Mm. Yeah, I think ultimately, you know, we'll. I think we can. We need to judge the costume when the costume is announced. 
and we need to, as always is the case with these things, whenever anyone is announced, we need to we need to wait to see what the performance is. Yeah. yeah. Before before actually forming a, a, a solid opinion, I think yeah. based on what we know, it's very promising and it should be great. And Andy Pryor doesn't tend to screw up when it comes to casting. Yeah. But you know, you only have to look at one. Well, nobody really knew what to expect from Matt Smith. No. And we got the the eleventh hour, and everyone was blown away because within seconds he was the doctor. Yeah, literally yeah. within within seconds of yeah. appearing on the screen, that was that. Mm. So yeah, I think it's great. Do we think we're going to see him at the end of Jodie's final episode? I would imagine now, now that they've announced it, because I did yeah. wonder if because everything's being kept so quiet, whether we might have just had a, you know, like a, a freeze frame regeneration or something. But now that mm. we know it's going to be him, I can imagine them filming a quick two or three minutes with him, possibly. Yeah. One, one thing, thing I think that is it is significant when it comes to this is that obviously filming for the um, the, the centenary special was completed some considerable time ago. Yeah, and he was Chuty uh, was was cast in February. February, yeah. So yeah. he couldn't have been present on the day when no. they did when they filmed. But that doesn't mean to say that because we don't know where the regeneration takes place. We don't know if it's indoors or outdoors. That it was outside the TARDIS. I'm sure in an interview somebody said it's not in the TARDIS. Yes, yes there I've is a possibility that that's the case, but that doesn't necessarily mean to say that that's outside. No, exactly. That could still be on a studio set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could argue that John Pertwee re- um, regenerated into Tom Baker and he was outside the TARDIS. He was yes. he was within touching yeah. distance of it, yeah. but he was still outside. Yeah. So what do we think now? Now that we've we've got a we've got a name and and a face to to the next Doctor, which we're calling him the 14th Doctor. Hmm. I'm assuming he's going to be the 14th Doctor, but it's still not 100% officially confirmed, I think, that he is actually the, the, the person who is going to take over because we know we've got this gap between the Centenary special and the new series actually starting in which we've got the anniversary special. Yeah. And obviously we've had people like David Tennant put forward as 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 returning to the role mm. so is is there a possibility that we could yet still be surprised by the fact that when the doctor regenerates at the end of the next episode it isn't into duty it's into somebody else and that's a stopgap doctor before we get him taking over properly when russell t davis yeah. starts yeah, yeah possible it's possible i mean you know i think you never know russell t davis is very good at sort of like pulling things out of their hat isn't he so yeah and i don't think we i don't think we can take anything for granted really no no i mean one thing you can say for chibnall is that he's very good at keeping his cards close to his chest regarding yes. regarding yeah. what's going on and i don't think you could necessarily say the same with rtd no um i'm trying to think of any significantly major surprise i suppose well, there was rose, rose coming back um in uh, when she meets up with donna that's uh, true oh that was quite unexpected wasn't it yeah because that was just little little cameos mostly wasn't it yeah, 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 we, yeah we kind of knew that i think we knew that she was coming back but we didn't necessarily know 
um, that she was going to be seen in some of the some of the clips that we saw, yeah. and that that scene at the end of um, was, it Smith, was it Partners in Crime? Yes, yes it was, wasn't it? Episode, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and suddenly there's Rose, which was quite unexpected. So I, I mean, you know, and, and I think also I'm sure Russell will look at the things that Chris Chibnall has done and thought actually yeah it is possible to pull surprises and maybe we need to you know keep that in mind sort of thing because I think it does work I think we do like a surprise yeah, I mean, yeah you know okay now we've had the doctor announced so we can stop the the silly speculations about whoever you know uh Hugh Grant whoever now we know we've got a doctor yeah. Beyond that, I mean, we, we, there's so much still up in the air, isn't there? Well, we don't know. We don't know what they're going to do with the TARDIS. We don't yeah. know whether we're going to get. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have new titles, so a new new theme music. Are we going to have the same composer? Is it still mm. going to be Sagan Akinola, or is is Russell going to go to somebody else? Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know who the companions are going to be, no. or how many of them. Whether it's going to be male or female, um, we don't know. You know what we're going to get as a new series? How many episodes? What length? Yeah, there's so much that we don't yet know. Uh, this is just one piece in the puzzle. It's significant. Obviously, it's the most significant piece in the puzzle. Mm. Um, but we still really don't know what yet to expect. Oh, know what tone it will be, whether what day it's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. You know, is it going to go? Is it going to go to a streaming service first, uh, and and then be shown on the BBC? Mm. You know, the whole thing with the with the ratings. Mm. of late um, when Legend of the Sea Devils came in having had 2.2 million viewers yeah. at the, uh, uh, on the overnights I mean that shot up to 3.6 yeah. 3 or 3.7 or something like that yeah. afterwards so it was a significant improvement enough to drag it into the mid-20s for the week but the fact yeah. that mid-20s for the week was 3 point something million yeah. after all the catch-ups yeah, yeah. Yeah. shows that you know, you you you're not going to get huge viewing figures very often no. now. No. And nobody really knows what figures, you know, the likes of Netflix and Amazon Prime and what have you get because it's never announced. No, no. So we don't know if if there is actually more of an audience there. And I suppose the reasons that we don't get that mainly is because people are watching uh, at different times yeah. all the time okay. with that it's yeah. nothing you know unless something is dropped and people actually watch it when it's dropped yeah yeah even then it's dropped and you can start watching it 10 minutes later you're still watching it effectively mm. live but yes. you're not watching it at the same time as everybody else no no so you know i think i think the the industry is changing in that respect and and the whole the whole going back to the talk about are we going to get this you know extended universe and is that going to be some kind of doctor who channel that's going to come out we we recently of course had uh, taskmaster announcing that they were um having their own streaming service oh okay um so there is a possibility that that the same thing could could happen yeah um with uh, with doctor who and obviously with doctor who you automatically you get um, Torchwood, you get Sarah Jane, you get Class, you know, you get K9 and Company, presumably. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's there's a lot of material in existence yeah. that yeah. they can yeah. that they could put out with something like that, as well as what else they would they would film. Um, and we know that there's no end of potential spin-offs that mm. could be made to to fit in with that. 
um, you know, we, I mean, we've got Teague and an Ace coming back in the next in the next episode. So yeah. people have said, "Oh, is this happening?" And are they going to have a Teague and an Ace spin-off series? <laughs> no, which hadn't even been considered until until we saw those two at the in the trailer. And then throw Yaz into the mix with them, maybe, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's a number of actors who would um, who would come back to the part. Yeah. Um, I mean, Matt Smith recently said something about um, about returning to the role, didn't he? In yeah. in in relation to um, one of the other things that that he was doing, and uh, said he was more more inclined to come back to Doctor Who than he was to do that. Yeah. Um, and and the intriguing prospect of things like. Um, you know, a Paul McGann series could come yeah. out. You could, you could have a McGann series because he's still, he's still young enough to to pull something like that off. Yeah, and easily. it would be, yeah. it would be nice if we could get something like that to uh, to, to to flesh out his his TV appearances as yeah. the Eighth Doctor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's all exciting, I think. It is all exciting. Yes, yes. Any any other thoughts before we before we end this? Obviously, mini mini episode uh darren anything anything you want to say no just that i wish him well i think uh good luck he's taking on a a, a massive role and i think he'd be fantastic yeah good good, good. Yeah. Nick? i think i mean i think it's good it's put doctor who very much in the, the public eye again the last couple of days and i you know you kind of hope it has um, a bit of a knock-on effect with with the next special as well you know you, you kind of hope that might that this news might attract the more members of the public to watch the special in the autumn when it's on because you know they know big things are afoot so you know i think when you look at doctor who as a whole it's it's all good news isn't it really yeah yeah i i would imagine that the the centenary special will a be promoted quite heavily because yes. it's part of the bbc centenary and yeah, yeah. You know, we've had this recent poll in which Doctor Who was was rated second in yeah. the the all time BBC shows be, yeah. behind 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 only Fools and Horses. Fools and Horses, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So which you you know, which fair enough because that was yeah. that was massive whilst it was on. But yeah. I think there there are arguments because of the 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 longevity of the show that you could even say that you know it's been whilst it hasn't always been at the forefront, uh, it's always been there and yeah. it's enjoyed several spikes in popularity yeah, you know yeah. when the daleks came out first of all and then john pertwee tom baker era yeah um and then obviously back in 2005 and you know you, yeah. could, you could even say when when the paul mcgann tv movie you know it oh, did yeah, extremely well in the ratings yeah it was, it was only a one-off but yeah, and, and, and since it's come back yeah it's been it's yeah. been huge so but i think I, I do think the most important thing and i think possibly um, Stephen Moffat was starting to get guilty of this and Chris Chibnall, you, you do have to make it accessible for the public. That, uh, yes, obviously it's got a huge fan base, but the public have to like it as well and enjoy watching it and feel as though they can tune in and have a good time. And that's so yes. important, I think, you know. Yes, and the stories need to be need to be really heavily plot driven. Yeah, yeah. You know, concentrate on good stories, well acted, well produced, and then it doesn't really matter what you put out, whether there's uh, returning characters, returning monsters, everything, everything fresh, whether the Doctor is black, white, yellow, green, man, woman, yeah. trans, whatever, it doesn't. makes no difference as long as what's what's going on the screen yeah. is quality. And accessible and, for the whole family. It's got to be the whole family. Accessible for the whole family, yeah, yeah. 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 Which if it's if it's good, if it's really solid good stuff, 
then I think the accessibility kind of comes with that because yeah. people yeah. will be drawn to watch it even if they don't know all of the backstory. For yes, stuff. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, that's great. That's what we think, listeners. Obviously, let us know what you think. And we will be back in the not too distant future with something else. <laughs> hey. That's going to be yet. <laughs> We're still, we've still got a couple of things up in the air. But uh, yes, so from Darren, Nick, and myself, thank you very much. And let's look forward to Chuti Gatwa as the doctor. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.